Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at the Gratitude Chick for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motivational Mondays. So in today's episode, we are talking about thought and not just thought, but thought energy. Yes, it is Motivational Monday, but my purpose in talking about thought is because um, about more than a decade ago, probably about 15 or 16 years ago, when I first read The Secret, I read a quote and I can't remember who, you know, she has so many authors in the book. I can't remember whose quote this is, but he said, thoughts become things. And so my, what I'm trying to kind of do is figure out the process and how a thought becomes a thing, right? Because I believe that thoughts become things. I believe that what I think, feel, and speak, you know, you know um, makes up my reality. I believe this. But how really does a thought become a thing? So as I was doing some research on it, I came across a video and then a, I started, you know, kind of researching on Google to see what I could find. And I came um, past this article called Thought Energy, The Basis of Quantum Leap in Psychotherapy. Now, I am not going to read this to you guys because it's a lot of words and, you know, things that really make me want to fall asleep. So I'm not going to read it to you, but I am going to read this little blurb. It is. It says, a thought energy field is viewed as a collection of thoughts or attributes that are interrelated by the, their common theme or experience and bound together as a functional unit. So what that means to me is that basically the more I persist in a common thought, the more that is bound together and between my thoughts, my words, my feelings as that functional unit, that is how it becomes reality. Now that's how I took that. <laughs> that's how I took it. But then I I wanted to, you know, kind of do some more research to find out just the energy behind thought and what makes it move from just kind of a thought uh, information download, if you will, to something that is tangible or something that I can see with my eyes. So I found this article that kind of dumbs it down for me. <laughs> and I am going to read you guys a little bit on what it's saying about energy and thoughts and beliefs and that kind of thing. It basically is saying that the power of thought is truly amazing. Every time you entertain an idea or contemplate a belief, you emit a distinctive form of electromagnetism. In other words, your personal vibration changes. And this vibration isn't just important to your mood and your success. It influences everything around 
you as well. The truth is that everything is energy. Truly understanding the power of thought opens up your capacity to shape your future. And that truly is the purpose of kind of what we're doing every day is trying to shape better futures for ourselves, right? So I think what what I want to do is kind of talk about, um, you know, a lot of people talk about 3D and all that stuff. And what, it, what 3D is, is what, what I interpret it to be is my reality currently right now. So when we're trying to bring what it is that we want into our 3D, or I don't like that term, so into our reality, it means that we are trying to impress upon our subconscious mind to bring the thoughts that we think that are our most dominant thoughts, I should say, into our tangible existence. So our dominant thoughts are what we are creating every day. And that is why Um, by the law of attraction, we are not attracting to us what we want. We are attracting to us who we are. And who we are is what we think, what we feel, and what we believe. Those are your most dominant, not only thoughts, but characteristics about yourself. And that is what is creating your world. So if your thoughts are thoughts of lack, um, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough uh, whatever to do what it is you want in life, you are creating that into your world and you cannot be surprised that that is what you see every day because that is what you affirm every day. And your subconscious mind is giving you what you're affirming. Your conscious mind is giving you what you want and what you want is what you affirm. You're affirming that you're broke. You're affirming that you have to work hard for your money. You are affirming that you are sick. You are affirming this, these things. And, and, and just the sick part of it, I can relate to that because I was diagnosed, diagnosed with a gastrointestinal disorder called gastritis, which is very debilitating. And what I have learned is that in 2020 and 2021, I was super, super sick, super sick, because I kept confirming, kept confirming that this was my gastritis. That is how I described it. I claimed it. It was mine. And I kept confirming it. Now I call, say I was diagnosed with it, or it is the gastritis. I don't claim it as mine anymore. And, um, I, one thing I can say is that when I am actively saying and impressing upon my mind that I am healthy, I, I am healthy. I literally am. It is only when I fall, fall back into to old patterns that I even feel any kind of ailment. So now I am ramping up and reminding myself that I have to continue, continue, continue to press upon my mind that I am healthy so that I can be healthy. It is a it is a battle for me because I'm 46 and it is years upon years of feeling sick that I am battling with with the you know just the one thought of I am healthy. You know what I mean? So when I say that you have to continue with these affirming statements that resonate with you, which is why I do the weekly affirmation challenge, it is paramount for you. 
Because in order for you to bring what you truly want into your reality, you have to change what you think. Because what you're thinking every day is what has created the world around you. Currently, I have a soup, kind of like a super group on Facebook. It has about 44,000 members. And it is a group for support for those with gastrointestinal issues. And if I am truly, truly honest, I hate that group so much. And I hate it because every day, it's like hundreds of posts a day. And they're all just complaining about how they're so sick. And um, they're, it's, it's their disease. Like, it's... it's it's boggle it boggles my mind because I'm I know that their words keep them bound and they don't understand that they are the cause of this disease continuing for them so if I say anything to them it's the anger and it's just better for me to not say anything <laughs> because the anger the, the intense anger that people don't understand that unknowingly they can be the cause of their own detriment and and I understand that because I've been there when someone t- you know had the the utter gall to tell me after all that I have been through in my life that I am the cause of this shit you don't even understand but once you finally get that aha moment and realize girl you are the cause of this you realize that, oh, that, you know, so-and-so was correct. This is my fault. And it's not saying that everything is your fault. But what is your fault is your actions and your reactions to whatever happens in life. That is your fault. And I can't say that my reaction to my mother dying at eight is my fault because I'm eight. But then I also can say that my reaction to my mother dying when I was eight is my fault as well. Because it's still, you know, my thoughts and it's still my feelings. But of course, ignorance is bliss. When you don't know, you don't know. But when you do know is when you need to act accordingly. That doesn't mean that just because you didn't know that it still wasn't your fault. Get that. And and when I say fault, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean that it was it is your thoughts, your feelings, your words that have created the life around you. It is nothing and no one outside of yourself. People feel some people feel that if they are provoked to this, then it's the person's fault. No, you are in charge of your reactions. You cannot allow anyone to provoke you to anything. How you choose to react in any given situation and, and the, um, the result of your reaction is all on you. It is not on anything or anyone, any circumstance, anything anybody can do. Get that, understand it, believe it, and change how you react to people. So, what is reality? Our everyday experiences lead us to believe that reality is comprised of material objects. This is true. So we live in a fixed objective world that is independent of our subjective internal experiences. 
Most people simply assume this and it guides their expectations. It limits what they believe they can achieve and how. What we need to remember and realize is that reality is always and only energy. And if that energy is all around us, then all parts of the world and ourselves are connected. We all affect and are affected by each other and our energy impacts on absolutely everything around us. This helps kind of put you into context when people say, I'll send you my thoughts and feelings, my thoughts and what, what do they say? My thoughts and um, thoughts and prayers or thoughts and feel thoughts and love, that kind of thing. When people say that to you and you're like thoughts, this is what this means. When someone sends you good thoughts, be open and receptive to that. Thank you for your good thoughts. Because I often, not not only do I pray for people, but I also send them gratitude. I send them love. I send them joy. I send them peace. You have the power to do that. So send them that. You know what I mean? The same way that you can pray for people is the same way you can send them love and joy and peace. Send people these things. And don't, you know kind of shuck it to the side when people say, I send you my thoughts and love. Accept it, be open to receive it, and be grateful for it. That is something that I've often seen how people just kind of shun that as if it's nothing. It is everything. The same way you appreciate when people pray for you, appreciate when people send you thoughts of love and thoughts of good and thoughts of joy and thoughts of peace. Accept that. With our thoughts and our feelings and our and all of this energy that surrounds it, we have the ability to use it to shape all of this energy around us. What this means is that we can, in principle, create or attract whatever we want, no matter what it is. And that is something you guys got to believe. We have to believe. Because the longer you think that it is something that sits outside of you that can create the life that you want, no. Even the Bible tells you that God is within you. So why do you sit and think that there's anything outside of you that can help you create the life that you want? Everything that you need to create, whatever you want in your life, already exists inside of you, including God right? So stop thinking that there is anything outside of you that will help create the life that you want. It is up to you. Ask, believe, be grateful, and receive it. That is it. It is a simple process, but it is so powerful. And it is up to you to decide to do it. It really is. Sorry for the noise. It was a plane passing by. I live close to some army, I don't know, Boeing, something around here. And they do that plane stuff often. So I thought this um, part of this article was really important. It talks about the law of attraction and our personal energy levels. So it says this, it's also important to note that the connection between thought and energy isn't always intentional. When our moods fluctuate, our personal energy levels change, and this creates a chain reaction that changes our reality. A large part of becoming competent with the law of attraction practices involves learning how to exert 
more control over our personal energy levels, boosting our vibration in order to use that energy to create a better world around us. So how do you boost your vibration? If you follow me, then you'll know all day long on my, you know, Gratitude Chick um, Facebook page, I post and I tell you guys that gratitude is the perfect way to boost your vibration. And, And I give you guys so many activities to do every single day to help boost your vibration. Not to mention that in the next couple weeks, I have a workbook coming out called the 21 Days of Thankfulness that will give you not only targeted exercises to do for 21 days, but it's a workbook in there so you can journal, you can write down everything, everything is right there for you. So this I definitely recommend because what I want people to know is that above all, above all these, you know, manifestation techniques that you see out here in this world, gratitude is the number one. It is the number one way to create the life that you want because it puts you in a vibrational place to have your energy match everything that you want in life. It allows you to have your thought process, your your most dominant thoughts be gratitude. And by the law of attraction, the more that you are grateful for, the more that you'll receive to continue to be grateful for, right? And not only that, but the law of assumptions says to us that the more that you assume a thing, the more that you believe that thing, and the more that thing becomes your reality. So we're using both the law of assumption and the law of attraction. The more that we use gratitude to impress upon our minds to raise our vibration. So you can not tell me that gratitude is not the number one manifestation tool. And if you put gratitude and visualization together, there is nothing that you can't be, do, or have in your life. At the end of this video, we are going to have an exercise that I want us to kind of do every day, you know, every day. There are so many minutes throughout the day that we can take five minutes a day to do this. And in the 21 Days of Thankfulness book that I have coming out, there is a um, an activity that I do every single day. It's called the Magnif- Magnificent Threes that will be fantastic to add to this. And the thing about all of this is that um, it's all about your mind. You know what I mean? A lot of us don't like to write, but then there are some of us that do like to write. So I have stuff in there for both of us. Those who don't like to write and those who do. There are going to be things for everybody in this book. That's why it's a workbook so that you can write as you go. And if you don't like to write, you can just use your mind. Pick the ones that you like and those are the ones that you use. You can't go wrong. So... For today's activity, I want us to use this activity to harness the power of thought. I want us to, as a matter of fact, let me just play the video the video for you so that you'll understand um, what it is that I want us to do um, as far as today's activity. This is what I recommend every day for five minutes a day. I want you to pick one thing to visualize. 
And as you visualize this thing, I want you to actually narrate in your mind, step by step, what you're doing. I'm walking down the trail. I'm touching the trees. I'm hearing the crunch of the gravel beneath my feet. You must make this visualization so real that the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference. Because it can't anyway. Congratulations. You have now imprinted thought energy upon reality. And by law, if you do it every day or often, it has to come into being. So, thought energy, harnessing the power of thought is what I want us to do today. And like he said in this video, I want you guys to start kind of using your visualization muscle. You know what I mean? If you are like me you are and you already daydream, it is just one tiny little step to the right to go from daydreaming to visualizing. You know what I mean? And visualizing is more um, kind of... Uh, lucid dreaming maybe reality daydreaming or um I, i'm not really sure how to how i want to describe it outside of lucid dreaming it's kind of making it a reality in your mind where you touch things and it's like um you're you're adding your senses into it you're inside of it instead of watching it because daydreaming you watch it when you're visualizing, you're inside of it. So I want you guys to um, flex that that muscle. And a lot of times when you start, you can't, you don't know how to actually um, visualize. It, it turns into a daydream. You're watching it instead of living it. And visualizing, you have to live it. So um, sometimes you can start uh, your visualizing journey by scripting scripting out a scene and the purpose of this video for you guys to start is concentrate on one thing sometimes you get tripped up when you have a list of things that you want and you try to focus on everything pick make a list of what you want pick out that one thing and then start writing about that one thing put all of your energy into it all of your um your feelings into it you know, um, make it your own, script a scenario about it, script several scenarios about it. For instance, um, if if um, you want a new car, let's just say a new car, and one of your scenarios would be going to the dealership to test drive and buy the car. Another scenario would be um, driving it by, you driving it back home where your spouse or your significant other or your children, your mother, father, whatever, there to see it and they get in and drive it. You know, you talk about the new car smell and, you know, take sniffs and, you know, um, go so far as to buy one of those car vents for the new car smell or, you know, something for the new car smell to spray so that you can smell it yourself. You know what I mean? Um, you know, kind of script those things, how it feels to be in traffic now that you have a new car that you love so much. You know what I mean? See yourself washing and cleaning your car. These are, these are things that you can do to help visualize. And what that does is because it's everyday activity you would do anyway, it helps put in your mind that this is your car 
and this is how you're living your daily life with your car. And so what that does is impresses upon your subconscious mind that this is what she wants. Let's let's get Lord, this is what he wants. Let's get them this car. And that is the same for a house if you're looking for a house um what else money um another thing with money that uh, some people don't realize is that if you attach intention to the money that you're asking for um it is a greater way to manifest simply because you are already knowing what you're going to do with this money which means what you can script out the scenarios about what you're going to do when you get whatever amount of money it is and even if it's just to pay off a bill you sit down and you script out the scenario of you paying off that bill how it makes you feel inject your feelings into it and visualize that see by writing it out these are your words These are your thoughts. These are your feelings. And these are the three things we need to create the life that we want. So as you script it out, you're also writing it in your mind. So for a person who is just starting to visualize, you're just starting this visualization journey, definitely stop and script it out first. And then sit back and take five minutes a day to visualize the scene. That's it. That's literally it. So that is your activity for this Motivational Monday. I hope that you guys have um, gotten something out of this, out of today's podcast. It's pretty short, a little bit less than 30 minutes. But you guys know that I'll ramble and ramble about. So, and I don't want to waste your time. Time is money, honey. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest.